Hi, and welcome to Avatar Tea Time with Beav and Jess. Yes, welcome. Husband and wife. Husband and wife. Drinking tea. <laughs> Drinking tea. And talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, babe. Cheers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, welcome hey. back. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be covering two two episodes, episodes today. today. Um, but yeah, before we even like jump into that, is there any thoughts, any ideas, updates, anything? Oh, just in general. Just in general, yeah. Ooh, uh, not really. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot like that. No. Um, just happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> happy to be here. <laughs> you know what's funny is um, we're going to be talking about episode 11 and uh, it's the Great Divide. And before, <laughs> I think we've been kind of putting this episode a little off because like yeah. everyone says it's like the least favorite <laughs> episode of. Yeah. Avatar Last Airbender. Right, yeah. And that's what you read, yeah? That's yeah, what that's like what I read. Online. I mean, according to yeah. Google. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, this is, like, honestly the worst episode, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, you know, we could reach and talk about, like, uh-huh. these, these are the effects of the war, and these people are having to, you know, kind of run away from the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. and you see like kind of the hardships that you have to go through to run away from the fire nation but it's kind of just dumb yeah just dumb yeah do you want to read like the overview yeah i'll read the overview but i apologize baby uh i gave no update but did you have anything to say oh no uh i don't think so oh okay cool cool yeah just happy to be just living life happy to be here Sitting in our office, Sitting recording office. Avatar tea yeah. time. There's nowhere I'd rather be, you know? Perfect. So, yeah. I love it. Cool. Yeah. So the overview for um, The Great Divide is this. The gang arrives at The Great Divide, the world's largest canyon. Two Earth Kingdom tribes bicker with each other about how to cross a canyon, having been enemies for a century. Aang helps them cross a canyon together and is able to end the feud by fabricating a story about their ancestors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, like, wrap-up to that. I feel like we can move on. And, like, the one point is that what I learned from this episode is Mm -hmm. that lying is okay. (laughs) As long as it ends the, you know, this feud, the family feud. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever lied to and uh, just end a fight or end a feud <laughs> in your life? The, me? Yeah. I think, oh my gosh, everybody has. <laughs> no, but tell me. Tell me the No, rules. I can't think of like oh, okay, okay. something that, you know, there's just things where it's just like, I guess like. If you, not like you have to actively tell a lie, but you don't have to like just tell what you know. Right. You know, just so that uh, something doesn't get blown up. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. but like, what, what do you think about that as far as like, 
you know, from an ethics standpoint. Yeah. Do you think it's okay to... Because, yeah, I mean, these two families have been feuding for forever. Yeah. And Aang lies on the real history. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, I guess we can work together and we can look to the future instead (laughs) of the past. And so it's like, yeah, they pull out, they pull out a good thing from Uh it. But yeah, Yeah. what do you think as far as ethics go? I mean, as ethics go, I think when anytime you're like a leader (laughs) and you do it in front for Uh like these two groups, sometimes it's the best option. What do you mean? Like, I'm saying for, like, um... Like, like Aang? Like, talking? for Aang, he was, like, in this... He's in this authority sort of figure, sort yeah. of thing. And he's trying to, you know, help these guys sort through their trial or whatever, <laughs> opposition. Yeah. And so I just think of it as, like, a, like a parent, you know? <laughs> I feel like we're going to lie to our kids <laughs> So you do think it's okay in, like, just certain situations? I think in certain situations, yeah. 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 I feel like as long as you're, like, um, it's something where, like, as far as, like, lying as, as, I don't even know, like, if you're not, like, intentionally trying to, like, deceive people. Right. And it's just, like. Just for the betterment. Yeah, like, for right now. It's just better if they don't know or, like, if, you right. know, if they think something as they mature. <laughs> right. I don't I know. I mean, like, that was the government with the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, though. I know. It's, like, a certain point. Well, you're, you're, like, saying that also it's, like, okay if you're in this authority right. position. But it's not. No, it's but, not you know. at the same time. You're right. I, I meant know. it more. Well, oh, I guess there's no, there's no one like yeah, black or like, white. It definitely is a scale, I think, yeah. as far as like, maybe it was a good thing that, because like this, these two groups, they're like, yeah, fighting. For they're fighting and they're like years. gonna kill each other. You know, right. and they, they have been killing each other, uh-huh. I assume. Uh huh. So like, Aang, I don't know, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting um, because these two like village tribes were have been arguing and just like their personalities, who they are genuinely are so opposite. They're completely opposite from one mm-hmm. another. And it's just interesting with that because I immediately thought because um, the story at the end talking about Jin Wei and Wei Jin. Mm-hmm. Um, I like they're literally opposite, you know, like the wording, everything is literally opposite. So I, again, I think it's foretelling for this book at the end with the whole, um, koi pond fishes. Yeah. And And just kind of like what the show is talking about overall, which is balance. Balance. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I guess like now that we're talking about it, yeah. like I, I hate saying that I hate <laughs> this episode, you know, because I mean, it's it, always it, good parts. Yeah, there you know? is good stuff you can always pull out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, how they like, they agree that like the other ones are like, kind of like astonished at the end because they like defeated those 
cave crawlers or whatever those mm-hmm. bug things um and Canyon they agreed crawlers. to the end and like were astonished that they're like oh maybe you are like right. this does come in handy and so they're able to put like their differences aside and and come at it like you know if we work together then mm-hmm. there's you know harmony in right it, so. and that's the whole part of and his essential duty as the avatar especially Mm -hmm. in this episode i feel like he was like really all like "Ah, this is what i'm supposed to do like he's supposed to um solve problems and create harmony and Mm -hmm. create hope for people a big thing that ang kept on saying is uh throughout this episode also was that like harsh words don't solve problems actions do mm-hmm. so yeah. that was like something he kept on saying and he just was like so focused on creating that balance and stuff which <laughs> i can't wait to talk about in well, the next episode yeah. <laughs> when we talk about oh, episode yeah, yeah. 12 mm-hmm. but um Anyways, but what are your thoughts with that quote? Harsh words don't solve problems, actions do. I love that. Yeah. And I, I do. Yeah, I love that because at the end of the day, you know, it's action that will either, you know, cause something to move. It causes right. something to happen. Action does, you know. But it's funny because the... um so like there's that great principle of like you got to act and you got to but then the it's all like up to how people perceive it and how they will like like change things to fit their narrative you right. know what i mean because oh my gosh um yeah. or like just like their point of view as right you know right. because so like ang said that again and he says it all throughout the episode uh-huh like you said, and then the two groups are like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Action will. And then they're getting all riled up and uh-huh. are about to fight. And they just like totally took it this right. this different way that, that then Aang intended. But yeah, that's why I just feel like even all advice is like good advice, but could be bad <laughs> depending on how the person chooses to take it. You know, that's true. Yeah. That's really interesting. But I love the way that Aang, like, uses it. He uses you know? it yeah. as far as, like, harsh words. No more complaining and... Yeah, because then there's that really, like... Negativity. You know, that principle where it's just, like, you got to roll up your sleeves. And, right. You know, harsh words won't. You right. not do anything. Right. Except for maybe, like, worsen the situation. I so, love it. Yeah. Do you I have any, any thoughts on that or... Nope, I think that's pretty much <laughs> you're all like, I thought. I think like, you said it I all. Had, <laughs> I did not think you're going to take it that deep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, and yeah. And yeah. <laughs> philosophy hour. One philosophy hour. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> um, sorry, one thought I did have um was the canyon. Um, the canyon guide and how he talked about the canyon mm-hmm. and how he talked about how um, like how the canyon was formed mm-hmm. and how he talked about how like uh, the canyon was formed by 
like spirits from the past and they were angry or something like that yeah. it causes like great divide mm-hmm. and i mean obviously scientifically the canyon is carved by like water and air yeah over time oh yeah but um i just thought it was interesting them talking about like just spirits and how they formed all of this mm-hmm. and i think it's just so uh, i don't know it's this like storytelling of like spirits and the w- reason why like uh the features on of our earth are look the way they do is i mean we have it in so many of our storytelling with different cultures and things like yeah. oh like this was formed because mm-hmm. this god didn't like this god or like something like that yeah and i thought it was just it was just like really cool and interesting they how they like incorporated this sort of spirituality of or in like cultural yeah like mindset and thoughts into forming right um this grand canyon yeah that's so awesome because like culturally speaking and like the polynesian culture like they do believe in you know different i guess like gods or like things having a spirit to it Mm -hmm. so that's awesome yeah. yeah just like what you're saying like the water the wind uh-huh. you know the earth like all of the elements you know right that's dope anyways that's cool yeah just i didn't even thought. think of that it's awesome um yeah yeah how about you feeling good about that yeah okay yeah like oh like just the overarching message for me is it's okay to lie no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no it is just uh funny because like ang just does take a lot of childlike approaches to thing things where you're like oh like i guess you did it you know i guess you like caught you you brought peace but you, you did it in this like funny way yeah yeah like a kid would do like a kid would do so yeah which is good we all need that childlike mindset (laughs) sometimes right (laughs) you ready for the storm yeah episode 12 the storm the storm this one we were excited about yeah we're excited for this episode yeah i know so now wait how 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 long are we it's about 15 minutes oh okay yeah cool yeah. I feel good. Yeah, let's jump into it then. Okay. I just we just took like more time on that one than I thought we would. Oh, we did. <laughs> no, just because I was just like at the beginning I was like oh, yeah, I hate this one. This one. Right. Then, yeah. <laughs> like this one. Ugh. Yeah. But no, that was good. I thought it was so funny reading it on Reddit and being like, um, like everyone's just like, this is the least I favorite know, in all funny. of. Oh, it's our last ever series. <laughs> and it is dumb. And it is dumb. <laughs> but yeah, let's jump but over. But you know what? This one's gold. Yeah. The storm is a good one. Okay. Let's get, let's into, get the into the overview. Cool. Okay. So, Sokka accepts a job from a local fisherman to make money, and the man accuses Aang of abandoning the world. In the large ensuing storm, Aang recounts to Katara the events of his dark past. After being told he was the Avatar, 
Aang was ordered to be separated from him from his mentor Mankyatso. Um, upset, Aang ran away from his home where he encountered a deadly storm, causing him to fall into the water, activating the Avatar state, um, trapping him within the iceberg. Meanwhile, Iroh tells the ship's crew Zuko's story. After speaking out of turn at a war meeting, Zuko was punished by being forced to fight an Agni Kai against his own father. His refusal resulted in him getting a scar and being banished for perceived cowardice. Meanwhile, Aang learns that Sokka and the fishermen are trapped in the storm. He rescues them, earning him the fishermen's respect. Zuko spots them but lets him go, instead opting to escape the storm. Oh. Ooh. Wow. What an overview. What an overview. So much, yeah, like just hearing that overview, uh-huh. so much happens in this. It does. Like getting to know the backstories and just being like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh. How do you feel? Like, what are your thoughts with the fact that they not only did the backstory of Aang, but the Zuko, but Zuko's mm-hmm. backstory, all, both of them in the same Jeez. episode? I just feel like. Yeah, it's just so, it's just so good. I know. <laughs> I feel like there's always these times when we're talking in this podcast and I'm just like, it's just so good. The show is just so, so good. That it is like, yeah, it just like being older too and just being mm-hmm. like, dang, like their stories really do. There's so many parallels and just so many things that are awesome with like what we're talking about. Like there's. In, especially in this first um, book, there's so much character development and getting to understand, like really understand the story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just like they're perfect characters for each other. I think that mirror each other. I know. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm honestly like I get surprised because we're always like, oh, uh, Aang's the protagonist and Zuko's the antagonist mm-hmm. like in the story. Yeah. But, like, are they both protagonists in the story? Are they both the main characters? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jeez. Yes, like, they are. <laughs> right. <sighs> okay. I'm going to say something. Okay, tell me. I think that the episode before that I was hating on so much <laughs> was just perfect now that I think about it <laughs> with, like, what's happening in this episode you know i see what you're saying you see what i'm saying i do i see what you're saying i think uh, tell you tell me what you think i'm saying with that because i'm just like that makes sense now that they put that in there okay well well i see what you are saying (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's literally creating ang and zuko's like story of them like clashing against one another yeah and them having to go on this like journey kind of parallel together mm-hmm. both not trusting each other and then having to go through this great fight then together yeah and then escaping out of this canyon supposedly yeah. you know like this figurative canyon of their story of, yeah we're kind of, I'm maybe foretelling, like, yeah. what's going to happen, but... No, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like, I think that is totally, like, just because you get to see, yeah, like, from both sides. And uh-huh. I think, I f- yeah, I failed to mention this in the last episode, is that 
um, during like, cause this whole canyon travel, right? It it's gonna be like a whole day, right? And so they have to sleep in the canyon, mm-hmm. and uh, Sokka and Katara split up, so one goes with the other one, mm-hmm. uh, the other tribe, and then they both hear their history and their story, and they both think that the other tribe it's did this fault. tribe mm-hmm. wrong right and that they're right and so it mm-hmm. just like goes to show it too just like you know misinformation one like you're not getting the whole story you're not getting the whole picture and then also just like how like because of this thing that happened so long ago that they all in this tribe these tribes weren't even there for they're still holding like this grudge or like they've been taught this way or this way of thinking about the other tribe. And that's just like, so like Aang and Zuko, because it's like, they're just been taught a certain way and they're trying to do like the best that they can, but they're kids. And it's like, it's so much influence, like outside influence, like from, you know, from Zuko's dad, like his whole thing is trying to like re- regain his honor, mm-hmm. and in the same way, like Aang is too. You know, because he yeah. he runs away, and then mm-hmm. he's trying to like, I guess, like live up to what he has been told he is, and what he needs to do, and how he needs to do it, and. yeah so they're both just kids trying to figure out life and that is just life in general you know yeah so and i mean it's just like so funny that that episode before is just so you know like everything okay this is how i'll explain (laughs) it um there's like a parable Mm -hmm. and have you ever heard of this parable of like so there's this guy and there's like seven blind men. Okay. And he tells uh he tells each of them to like touch a part of an elephant. I remember this. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so one's touching like the tusk, one's touching the trunk, one one is touching the tail and they all come back. They're mm-hmm. all blind. Mm-hmm. And tell the so he's like okay, I want you guys to all explain to me what an elephant is. Yeah. And one's like, well, it's sharp and it's uh, hard. Uh-huh. And then the other blind, per- another blind person is like, no, it's not. It's like, it's like really like long and squishy or. Yeah. And they're all explaining different parts of mm-hmm. and they're telling their truth, you know, what mm-hmm. they really experienced and encountered. But it's like not the whole truth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so good. Keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I just go down so many like paths like this, like with the avatar and just life <laughs> and philosophy. And I love it. I yeah. love it. But wow, what a good show. What a great show. <laughs> yeah, and just like looking at it now from like uh, this like third person perspective, Aang and. And Zuko, we're, like, seeing both of them. Well, okay, not yet, though. 
technically mm-hmm. in the book we're not really seeing Zuko's arc we're kind of starting to yeah. see I mean towards the end seeing that oh he's starting to change his mindset a little bit yeah. like he's not so just one tracked mind focus 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 because like the very beginning of the episode Zuko um was like we gotta follow the avatar this is where he's going this is yeah. what we're doing in Iris. and he's like, like getting in fights with his crew yeah with his crew because, because uncle so... iroh said that there's a a storm that's mm-hmm. coming yeah and um zuko's like well he's just like so headstrong and yeah. and the crew's getting mad at him because they're a store a yeah. huge storm rolls in and he's just like well we gotta still find the avatar yeah. <laughs> like but then the end he chooses the safety of his his um crew yeah um, but bef- when he spots, sees the avatar literally come out of the water in, in yeah, the sky, right. instead of like chasing the avatar, yeah, um, he decides to get the crew to safety. So it's yeah. like you're starting to see this mind shift, yeah, of Zuko a little bit, and we also see now like where w- this drive to mm-hmm. get his honor back is yeah. came from. And, and it, yeah, just his story. Yeah. His story in general, because you're just like, he's not, he's not the bad guy. Right. He's, he's not, not a bad guy. Mm-mm. And Uncle Iroh knows that. And Uncle Iroh, like, he is really trying to develop that. And so he's letting him, like, fail and teaching him where he can, but not being, like, overbearing. And then letting him you know just kind of grow up around a great influence like uncle iroh that's never like stepping in to be like nope you can't do that or like no we're turning the boat around or you know like disrespecting him he's like listening to what he's doing but he's letting him fail like Uh you need to like especially being a leader Yeah. yeah and so you know what i always like i always remember how um like Zuko sees them flying the avatar mm-hmm. and this is the first time that he puts the crew's safety before yeah and so you can see like this little like smile on Uncle Iroh's Oh yeah, uh, face. you can see it. <laughs> but I always remember that part but then I always like uh-huh. overlook for some reason about like how crazy of a responsibility Aang has and Mm-hmm. Um, he goes through his own little moment where he right. like figures out that he can do do like he he is the avatar and he uh-huh. can protect because like yeah so there's this huge the storm mm-hmm. um, and then when he's saving the old man and Sokka mm-hmm. like he has this moment where this huge wave takes all of them under mm-hmm. and he kind of like he looks at all of them and can see like the old man Sokka, Katara, even Appa, you know, are like they're like losing consciousness almost and then he's yeah. like no and steps up and then just like Get them gets the them all state. out of there. And yeah, like for Zuko I feel like it was to lean into his goodness. Mm-hmm. And for Aang it was like to lean into his power. Ooh, uh, I love that. Yeah. 
I really, really love that. Um, Aang's story is interesting. Um, uh, ooh, okay, okay. I really want to go back to that. I okay. want to talk about Aang's story a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I love that um, he went into the Avatar state. The storm comes and takes him away. And he goes into the Avatar state again, kind of forming this sort of like air bubble thing, mm-hmm. just like how he forms the iceberg. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a re... It was like a redo almost Ooh. for him to go back and yeah, like yeah. go back and just like what you said, like recognize his power and realize that like he can do it and yeah. he is capable yeah. of being the avatar. And it's so interesting with um, his story that um, when he was told that he was the avatar, he like instantly like didn't want to be the avatar he was just like i just chose these because when the monks told him that he was the avatar they knew it from these like baby toys Mm -hmm. he chose and they thought um they assumed it's because it felt familiar to him that these are all avatar relics yeah um from each of the tribes and so um um and it's almost as he was like denying it he's like no i'm not the avatar yeah and then when he goes and plays with all his friends the friends are like no like it's an unfair advantage so Uh, already he's just like you know when that's like the biggest thing in your life as a kid like you don't get to play with your friends and play the games that you want yeah and they're not letting you play yeah <laughs> and then um monkey Otso, um plays paisho with him and we find out that he's the guardian of Aang and all this stuff mm-hmm. and so he just he runs away not only because of like the weight of it i feel like but also because he just wanted to be free of being the avatar. Like, yeah. I feel like he just, he's like, no, these guys can't send me away to away from Monkey Otso and all this stuff. Like, yeah. they're telling him what to do and all these things. Like, he's just a kid and he yeah. just wants to be normal. <laughs> right. He just you wants know? to do what he wants to do. Right. Yeah. Which is like whole other thing (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) but i think honestly it's just so it's like kind of like uh like oh is this what was meant to be is this what was meant to happen because i feel like in order for avat for ang to really recognize that he was the avatar like do you think he needed to have these experiences with sokka and katara or do you think he could have with Makiatsu? Um, I think he could have. Oh, really? Like, I, if he, like, stayed with Monkey yeah. Out, yeah, I think he would have just, you know, if they, like, forced him to do it, he could have, but. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't think that it was, like, meant to be, yeah. you know, because they talk about, how, 
in the episode that um like they talk about almost like their purpose you know and this is like the episode where you see both of them kind of step into like more of like the role themselves Mm -hmm. instead of like being told to do it yeah yeah but i liked what you said about how like you know he does that that air bubble thing the same one that he does when he like freezes an iceberg Mm -hmm. but yeah it's totally different like he and he like did it with like because that's probably something that he just naturally knows how to do right and he just like was running the first time but this time it was like what he like who he is is Mm -hmm. like enough like and what he knows is like enough to just like pull on that thread a little you know and for him to believe like he can do it yeah yeah i love that i think that's really powerful yeah but yeah they're both just kids that are like forced to grow up really fast Mm mm-hmm yeah, and learning through trial and error. Yeah. Which we all are. We all are. <laughs> to relate that back to, like, just us, you mm-hmm. know, everybody. Yeah. Um, Something um, I also wanted to mention, mm-hmm. going back to Zuko and him um, speaking up at the fire lords or the commanders yeah um whatever war uh meeting they had yeah war meeting (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. and how he spoke up and i mean you can what he talked about it was good and what he was defending because essentially they were just wanting to put these young soldiers out just as bait yeah while like the real um fighting and war strategy was happening on the other end yeah but zuko saw that as like you can't do that you can't use these young soldiers as bait yeah was just i mean he's right Mm -hmm. but it wasn't his place and uncle iroh let him into that war meeting yeah and so while we were watching you mentioned (laughs) that you're like "Ooh, is there a reason why not only because it's he's his uncle but did he you had the question of like do you think he also thought it was his fault that zuko uh got banished and had to go against his um father and then yeah ultimately got banished yeah i mean (laughs) it's like yeah yeah i was laughing at that part because it was just like you see in this war meeting that Zuko is trying to walk in and the guards actually stop him. Yeah. So it's probably this meeting that he's not supposed to be at, you know, mm-hmm. because they're, they're going over these war strategies of sacrificing a whole, like, yeah, you know? Um, and I was like, I made that like connection with, that it was uncle Iroh that was like, he's okay to come in. Yeah. Like, just don't speak up. So, yeah, I do think that Uncle Ira, like, takes it upon himself that it was, like, his fault. But he, like, it's so good. Because I feel like, this, thinking back to this episode, like, 
I almost like got emotional at that part when he stands up and he's like, you guys can't do this. Like these are, you know, he, he really loves the fire nation Zuko. He's just like, these are people that love the fire nation and have devoted their lives to the fire nation. Yeah. And he's not the crazy one, you know, for saying that, but then all of them feel disrespected Mm -hmm. and are mad that he, he said that, you know, so I think that Uncle Iroh feels bad. And then you also get to see, like, in this flashback that, yeah, like, he's he's really not the bad guy, you no. know? Mm-hmm. Nobody, I feel like in life, too, <laughs> I always, like, relate it back to, no, but, like, in life, great. too, it's, like, it, uh, people, you wouldn't, like, think that they are the bad guy. Because I feel like, you know, in life, like, you have like run-ins with people mm-hmm. and of course there's like you got to act right 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 <laughs> but like there's a lot of things where you just don't know like what made somebody like that you don't know what kind of stuff they're dealing with or right you know so right because even the uh, crew while uncle Aru is telling them the crew mm-hmm. about the yeah. story we're just like oh, like, I thought he was just this stuck-up, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of the crew is like, oh, I thought it was a training accident. Oh, right. They you didn't know? even so know. So they just don't even about, know. that. Which I'm surprised about, to be honest. Yeah. That um, they didn't really know that it was from his father. Yeah. But maybe it was that's like the bad, select That's people. bad pu- publicity, though. <laughs> Be like, that's the true. Fire Lord really just, like, like fire slapped his son in the face <laughs> uh like that guy is not a good dude if he's fire slapping his son causing the scar and having this agni kai with his son i don't but, know yeah it is hand. interesting maybe like it was something where only like the high generals and stuff that yeah were there mm-hmm. and there's kind of like this notion not to to speak about to it to speak about what really happened mm. you know it could uh, ruin the fire yeah. image well, yeah, and those who are in at that upper level probably already, like the Fire Lord knows that, like he they like knows that they know that he is right. Oh yeah, you know? and they're like one hundred percent committed to the cause of the Fire right. Lord and mm-hmm. whoever steps over. in the way. Yeah, like even if it's his son, yeah, is, creepy should be banished. Yeah, that's Ooh, creepy. That People are creepy. creepy. I know. Like, undying devotion, too, is creepy. Right. <laughs> honestly, honestly, yeah. to be so one-sided, to be so black and white. Yeah. Or just to follow, like, a somebody so closely mm-hmm. that, like, anything they say goes. Right. And you're not able to really, like... Speak. Yeah, speak because you might be punished. Or, you know, you mm-hmm. might not be able to live the quality of life that you'd want to live or you know whatever because you say something that you believe is like crazy yeah yeah but interesting that is interesting it's an interesting mindset too yeah you know because like there could be just totally of the other side argument <laughs> i know and that's yeah like that is the crazy thing is that like I don't think that, I don't think anything is objectively right. I know. 
you know because like something that is like so right for somebody Mm -hmm. could be so wrong for another Mm -hmm. and who's to say you know like just how like we believe that like zuko or like kind (laughs) of is like the antagonist you know right for for the show right now Uh like he doesn't believe that you know and there's some people he doesn't yeah and even like the fishermen in this Uh that was funny i really liked the fishermen in this uh episode because he was like wait a boy with tattoos he's like you're an airbender so he's not a dumb dude yeah yeah and he's like you're the avatar aren't you and he's like yeah i am and he's like well i don't care he's like you've never done anything for me you've been gone for a hundred you know yeah so (laughs) it was funny that he just like takes this like you don't affect my life you know like right i don't care that you're the avatar right yeah right and he's totally like justified Mm -hmm. in that thought too you know Mm -hmm. I'm stoked for the Zuko movie. Oh, I know. I'm Me excited. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think a lot of people are. I am too. I, you know, like, I think that we were talking about this. Um, I was like, why can't they just give the people what they want? Mm-hmm. Like, you know that if they did, like, a, they just, like, did another season. Yeah. And they're, like, older right and it's like this whole season is like there's like this thing that they're trying to stop right so it's like all leading up to like stopping this thing or this like this adventure that they're on uh-huh. but it's the same gang it's the same crew and you know like yeah, yeah like people would love that right you know well, they are aren't they well they're doing, making like, the, the movie one. and they're making like oh, the yeah, zuko maybe. movie and stuff but like oh, why yeah. not just do like more books Right. And they're just older. <laughs> I remember that <laughs> that video we watched the other day Which one? about the guy, and he's like, he's like, he's like, that's the that's the end. That's the end of the series. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and he's like, there's no books. There's no more books. And after he's that. like, nah, stop playing. Play the play the play next, the next book. book. And I was like, what? yeah. And he's like, no, that's it. <laughs> and that's how we felt. Yeah. And that's how we will feel after we go through all of them again. I am excited, though. Like, uh, just to kind of, like, st- start to wrap things up. Like, this is such a good episode. This is. And the next episode is the Blue Spirit. Yeah. And it's just, like, things are just, like, happening now. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, I feel like the first book is kind of, like, we're, like, over, like, the kind of roughest parts. Right of the series it's like all character development understanding where they come from who they are Mm -hmm. who like what the avatar's job is right yeah it's like building it up Mm -hmm. and i say that that we're past the roughest parts just saying like i still love like all the the episodes you know i love the avatar Mm -hmm. last airbender just in general but the story this is like yeah i told like a friend who's never watched avatar like what? yeah <laughs> crazy huh what? but yeah no i told him like because he was like you're the you're like the third person that told me i have to watch this show yeah and he's like i believe in synchronicity so i uh i'm gonna watch the show and i was like yeah and i was like and like it is like kind of a slow build 
Uh-huh. So I was just like, you got to give it a chance. You know, you got to really right. give it a chance before it gets awesome. You right. Know? Yeah. So. It's already awesome. It is already <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I got to say that. <laughs> um, Something about this episode at the very end I do want to talk about. Uh-huh. So, um, Katara, because at the very beginning of the episode, Aang it's a nightmare that Aang has. Mm-hmm. And he's, um, it's about his past a little bit. It seems that way. And Monk, ooh, I forgot to bring this up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about Monk Yatso. And Monk Yatso in the dream um, tells him, we need you, Aang. Yeah. And, and he just like feels this like huge burden on himself. Yeah. And he wakes up. And guess who wakes all of them up? Is it Momo? Yeah, it's really? Momo. Yeah. <laughs> I did not catch that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so literally so the cool. last. So I'm like, mm, there we go. Another clue to is Momo a reincarnation of Monkey? Yeah. Atsuma? I I 100% believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love believing that. You know. Because mm-hmm. when you're a kid, you're not just like making this connection like. Oh, is Momo Monk Yatsu like no. reincarnated? But like, it makes so so much sense too. Oh my gosh! Oh, tell me. <laughs> I'm like wondering, can I even say this? Because what do you mean? I'm gonna say it, okay? Yeah, is this you, a spoiler? Like, if yeah, you're my friend okay. that hasn't watched watched it yet, then just turn it off right now. <laughs> Just turn this podcast off because I'm going to say something that's so cool. And what you just said, do you remember? Yeah. Okay, last season. <laughs> yes. The, <book laughs> the last three. book. So Aang's like waiting for the Fire Lord. Uh-huh. And the last person to be with him is Momo. Really? Yeah. Well, Momo, so Momo is, oh my gosh. Oh, if you yeah, think yeah. about it, If you think you about it in that sense that it's Monk Gyatso, like, yeah. So he, you know, he like goes to the water. Right. He goes to the. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna say, if you haven't seen, it, <laughs> he goes to the lion turtle. The lion turtle uh-huh. like following him, uh-huh. and only him and Momo go. That's true. And then when he's, and then the lion turtle drops him off, and he's waiting for the fire lord, and he's like, "Okay, Momo," and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" It's just like the freaking, um, like what? What is the word? But, like, the freaking emotion just to be, like, Monkey Yatsu's been there the whole time. And when Aang's, like, ready to face the Fire Lord, he's, like, okay. Like, I can I can do it. Yeah. And Monkey is like, the last person to leave his side. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's oh so sweet. We don't even what know that's true, good show. But we what a good freaking show. It. I'm going to believe it. Till... Okay, let's believe it. Yeah. Okay, so also, so dope. It's so 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 dope. I uh, want to mention something else. Yeah, you're great at keeping notes. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is Jess is the studious one. Jess no. keeps all notes, and I'm happy she does because she always like no, knows. No, but the... even though I take notes, you remember so much more. Than <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Oh, I'm just like, well, we just watched it. <laughs> I know, I know, but I have like the worst uh, re- recollections. Yeah. Okay. Uh, totally. So, 
No, I'm and, grateful that you do, babe. Uh, because you, you bring up points that I totally forget. Okay. Good, we complete good, good. each other. Oh, shit, you're <laughs> me. Um, I do feel like I'm dribbling all around. No, but, good. Do it. Um, so when Aang um, overhears Monk Yatso and the other monks, mon- the other monks are like, um, we can't have you be his guardian anymore, and mm-hmm. we're taking him to the East Air Temple. And um, Makiato's like, what? Like, no, <laughs> fighting for him. Yeah. And Aang overhears all of that and leaves. Yeah. And then that's when he, like, takes all his stuff and, like, runs away, kind of. Mm-hmm. He write looks like he, like, left a note for Makiato. Yeah. And we don't know what that note says. I wonder what it says. I know. I thought of that, too. Yeah. Like, I wonder what that says. But. Um, did he say, I love you? Like, did he? Probably, yeah. yeah. And but Mangyatso, um, before Aang, Aang had already left, but Mangyatso came in the middle of the night and was like, Aang, I'm not gonna let them take the, uh, take you away f- from me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and he was gone. Yeah. You know? And I know. It's like, so sad, but at the same time, like he was always there, you yeah. know? Yeah, and like, yeah, how different would it ha- would it have been if he did like Stay. get to Aang before he left, and oh, right. then Aang was like, "Oh, you're not gonna, okay." Like he'd feel like a little bit. Yeah, like he has a family. A f- yeah, family. Yeah, and that's like crazy. the whole thing of like the the um, air nomads, right? Is that right. they're they're supposed to be. With the like, monks. detached from everything. And that's why I feel like there is... And that just goes to show, like, who's right or wrong. Right. You know, just like what we were talking about earlier, because it's like, Monk Yatso, he's a great teacher and airbender, but, like, does that always... Is that always the case to be detached, you know? Right. Or would that have been, like, get better for Aang right. to learn and to... yeah. Well, my thought is, like, I know, like, before we were, like, could he have been the Avatar? Yeah. And defeated the Fire Lord, mm-hmm. you know, if he stayed with the monks. Right. Or did he need Aang, or sorry, um, Katara, Sokka, yeah. and those who are coming up. Right. Yeah. Even Zuko in the end. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, just like, yeah. That's did he need all those people <laughs> in order to do it? Right. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I totally. So, like, what do you think about with, like, yeah, with that concept of, like, everything works out like it should? Do you believe that? Or, like, would it have just ended the war if he just, like, stayed? You know? So it's just, like... Or, like, the avatars who came after him. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... Do you believe in... I mean, because, like, that's another argument that, like, you'll never get to the bottom of because it's just, like... I can see both. I can see both, too. Yeah. I guess you're right. 
I can't fully just be like I think he had to like this no, but I do I do like agree with you. Right. Like I I do think that he had to go through that too. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that's what's hard to say. Mm-hmm. We can't uh, tell somebody else of their own destiny, or like yeah. what they're supposed to do, or what. Yeah, you can't. You can't even ever know your own, like, how everything's going to play out in your own life. Right. You just got to do what you think, I guess. Do your best. I I think you just got to, like, try your best Mm -hmm. in the moments, you know? Yeah. Because it's happening. Right. And then give yourself some grace. Right. For, like, the mistakes. Or, like, what you view Mm -hmm. or perceive as mistakes and really could be the best thing that happened and oh my gosh this is so much good like because too yeah like this fisherman that like hated ang the whole time and he's like i don't care about the avatar like you you're late and he's like making him feel like so bad you know but he has a good point he does have a point but at the end he's just like the guy still is like i don't know like like about destiny or what's supposed to happen but i do Mm -hmm. know that if you weren't here today i wouldn't be here either i would have died out at sea right so he's like i don't know like Like, what who am i to say that you being locked away for a hundred years or locked away (laughs) or just like gone for a hundred years is like Uh um inherently bad right because he's right you know like you can't really ah yeah. Right. And you and all of us have all, I'm sure, like both you and I have mm-hmm. had experiences where you're just like um, that experience, that time was it just like that meant to happen at that yeah. time, you yeah. know? Absolutely. And so it's just like, ooh, yeah, it's hard to know. Yeah. I mean, because you can you can like apply that to life right. in every case 100 you can. because like you and me have even talked about like us getting married right like you know everything has to work out in order for us to be together you right. know like there's so many things choices like timing everything that just has to line up and it's so crazy and life is so crazy that you know that now that you know you my wife someone that means the world to me is like my wife because it's just all of these like other other choices and choices and unfolding and life and <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm exactly. all like philosophized out no one more philosophy okay. because i didn't finish my more? point <laughs> oh you did it because I forgot because I got so excited about <laughs> my Gyatso and Momo. Yeah. Okay. At the very end, Katara says, oh, by the way. Um, what? Never mind. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. So at the very end, Katara um, tells Aang that... Um, uh, that she's just like, see, um, 
you probably won't have any terrible nightmares anymore because Aang is just Aang was just talked there having this conversation and he's just basically done and feels good now and he's not long, long, no longer dwelling on the past. Yeah. And so um and of course like when he was dwelling on the past it led to those nightmares and so when you it's just like a good reflection of mm -hmm. real life when you're not dwelling on the past so much and having this anxiety of what's to come or um and you focus on he was just talking about um having hope and focusing on what you can do now yeah that anxiety that um kind of dwelling yeah on the past thoughts mm -hmm. those nightmares even what he has mm -hmm. in real life um goes away yeah so yes one last philosophy hour <laughs> yeah i love that i thought it was just really good that's always a good reminder yeah yeah just in general yeah that like all we have is like not to be like cliche or anything but like all we have is the present right and what we do now and is what's important yeah that's the most important so that's awesome love it baby i love it baby <laughs> <laughs> you feel good yeah <laughs> all right okay Thank you. Thank you. Good Bye. night. <laughs> watch the Avatar The Last Airbender if you haven't. Oh my gosh. Do it now. <laughs> watch all of them. Binge. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.